Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is indeed our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Last hour, Kelly Finnegan, phenomenal job for com. Check it all out. We had a great conversation about the economy, about the bureaucrats and professional do-gooders up there in the Washington District of Criminals, how they're all literally part of the shadow government. There's a few exceptions. But for the most part, they all play games. They will not tell you the truth. They are absolutely failing uh, in their duty. Okay, remember the House controls the purse strings, not Donald. You got it? Let's be very clear. You got that? Good. Thank you. All right, without further ado, our guest this hour, Mary Toko, is an well, expert hello, in the arena of vaccines. Uh, she's an international speaker, author, and a whole lot more. MaryToko.com is her website. Welcome to the broadcast, ma'am. Great to be back with you again, Sam. Nice to hear your voice. Thank you. I know you're considered an expert on the vaccines, so I want to start out with this. The U.S. House of Representatives is now debating, and they want House Joint Resolution 7, which would terminate the COVID vaccine state of emergency, that has been declared by Donald Trump. Um, I guess it was March 13th, 2020, that he declared that national emergency. Uh, but now Biden says he'll end COVID-19 emergencies on May 11th. What do you say, Mary? Well, as you know, it's all just a big, big bunch of smoke screens anyway. I mean, the Supreme Court in the U.S. has already ruled that the COVID pathogen is not a vaccine. It's unsafe and must be avoided at all costs. Um, I think I think what's happening, Sam, is people are waking up. People are exposing what's really going on behind the scenes. They are losing this fight. I really believe the deep state is failing miserably because people are waking up. Scientists are standing up against this whole scam. Doctors are throwing down their stethoscopes. <laughs> Uh, around the world. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, French doctors, hundreds of them, are, are literally protesting and throwing their stethoscopes into a big pile because they realize that what they have been taking part in is actually against the Nuremberg Code. Um, so there is a huge awakening taking place. We are making progress, and this gives me great hope. Um, but you know, your audience is knowledgeable, your audience is educated, and, and, and really what it comes down to, each and every one of us are exposed to our own people and our own communities. And Sam, we gotta take this to our communities, we gotta start waking them up and start educating them on, in any way that we possibly can. So I believe that, uh, I think the whole, the whole deck of cards is falling, falling apart. 
you're right about that reality check. And I think that we, the people, the new media taking center stage is uh, the uh, reality check and why this is happening. They used to have a gatekeeping control over the media. Now they don't. We don't have as much control as we need yet because we need you to fund us so that we can grow. But I'm telling you, the new media is taking center stage and their narrative uh, used to not even be challenged. Now it's challenged at every debate point. All right. So here's the deal. They had this new video from Pfizer come out. This guy got on camera uh, and basically uh, said, hey, you know what? We mutate these viruses. It's a cash cow and we're doing it. Now, some people are saying, well, he was just talking about doing it. He didn't say that he was going to do it. Now, the mainstream press in bed with big tech trying to shut down uh, the biggest video for James O'Keefe ever. The reason I bring that up, though, is I have even more proof that that is factual, not conjecture. Okay? Here's the deal. I agree. Merck COVID drug linked to new virus mutations, study says. John Lowerman with the piece, it's doubled down by Bloomberg. And it says Merck Company has a COVID-19 pill that has now given rise to new mutations of the COVID-19 virus in some patients. That's according to a study that underscores the risks of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen's genetic code. We have the proof now. Mary? Well, big pharma's always, big pharma's always, always been working on this stuff behind the scenes for many, many, many years. And those that know me, know me, Sam, is the woman who is all about natural health. Um, you know, I authored a book called The Natural Immune System, you know, a deeper understanding. And my goal is to help support the young parents who are raising their children and don't have a clue as to what's really going on. They still think that vaccinations are safe. They still think... Um, oh my goodness! My computer's shutting down. No, Uh-oh. I can't believe this. Can you can you still see me and hear me? I can hear you. You're doing great. Yep. Okay, my computer just decided to almost shut down. Whew. Just ignore it. You're on in. you're on radio, so you're good. Keep going. Good deal. Um, but you know, it's it's like they they don't know Sam that there's a better way to raise children. They don't realize that it's not just our food. Now, now let me stop you there, though. The average sure. American doesn't know yet because we got to continue to educate them. But these clowns at Big Pharma do know. And we have evidence that they are intentionally creating illness, con- intentionally modifying our genes. It, this is not where they don't realize and they're doing the best they can. We need to expose not only do we, the people, not realize, and we need to realize, but we also need to re- uh, articulate that this is not just they're doing their very best and it's not good. This is an intentional betrayal by Big Pharma in bed with government. Has been for years. Did you know that right now there are um, class action lawsuits being organized around the country for the drug acetaminophen, which is found in Tylenol? For 15 years, I've had on my on my website a report that the acetaminophen in Tylenol, given to babies and told everybody's told take Tylenol, right? That drug shuts down the liver and actually shuts down four metabolic pathways in the brain. And so that you cannot detoxify. So they know exactly what they're doing. It's all about, you know, the mighty dollar. And and that's why I've been encouraging people for 
decades, well, for the last 40-something years, to walk away from that allopathic medical model. We have to be responsible for our health care. We have to take charge of it and become our own physicians and our own doctors. Now, Sam, I'm not anti-medical. I am grateful for the wonderful emergency room doctors out there and the crisis care doctors, the cardiologists who, you know, um, give people a little bit more life when they have a heart attack, whatever it is. I'm all about crisis care. But when it comes to health care, the, the key is not drugging and drugging and drugging and drugging. Every single drug that Big Pharma makes has a whole list of direct effects on the body. And I don't call them side effects because if you're one of those people that responds inappropriately, it's a direct effect. So they're not side effects, they're direct effects. And so I believe that the, the sooner we walk away from the sickness model of health care, the better off we will be and the better off our children will be. And parents that are young do not understand this. They were raised going to pediatricians and, and for every sniffle, every cough, every sore throat, running to the doctor, getting a prescription drug, getting injections, taking antibiotics, they don't realize that God created us with an amazing immune system. But that immune system has to be in combat in order to grow and develop. And that's really my big message to the world. Now more than ever, they need to know that the immune system that God gave us is very capable of, of getting us through all of these challenges, providing we don't cripple it when our children are young with vaccinations and antibiotics and things like Tylenol and cough syrups with acetaminophen. And so, Sam, that's really my biggest message is that the way, you know, we're not going to stop Big Pharma, Sam. They're, they're not going to, it's up to us. It starts in our home, in our family, taking responsibility for what we put into our mouths and what we get at the pharmaceutical, at the, the local corner drugstore, okay? I tell people all the time, Sam, that my children, five of them, were raised without a single prescription and not one visit to the pediatrician. And we were always focusing on how to promote their health naturally, how to feed them well, how to um, you know, help them to detox, understanding the role of the fever and how important it is to allow a rash to run its course and how important it is to allow them to have the normal childhood illnesses that build the immune system. So this is what I've been teaching and preaching for over 40 years now, Sam. And I think the world is really getting to that place where they're going to abandon the allopathic uh, drug model and they're, they're looking for solutions. And, and I'm so glad that you had me on your show here because if I can reach even 10 more people with my message, that's 10 more families that, that I can affect. Mary Toko, ladies and gentlemen, is on your radio. That's her website as well, marytoko.com. Uh, T-O-C-C-O is how you spell Toko, Mary Toko. Uh, and look, we've talked about the pilots and how they are taking the COVID vaccine and now their hearts aren't the same. And even the uh, CDC and others are now admitting, the military now admitting and others saying, hey, we've got a serious problem. So they've widened the EKG tests to where they're not as um, narrow and as, as, in other words, they've lowered the bar. When we come back, I want to tell you the next interesting story I just got from my friends at Patriot Update. Mary Toko with me. You are listening to the one and only Liberty 
Roundtable Live. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, MaryToko.com. Mary Toko with me, vaccine expert and more, natural health and healing expert. She's really educated and really helps people understand the immune system and its role in solutions. But I'll tell you what, this is very interesting, folks. Listen to me. Most people would not speak out before because they were too afraid. A few bold people like me and others were Mary, a few people, but not enough of us. Uh, and especially pilots weren't. They didn't want to ruin their careers. And they all took the COVID partly because they were forced, partly because many people were duped. Nevertheless, things are changing, ladies and gentlemen, because now the CDC and others are admitting uh, by their uh, expanding the EKG uh, allowable uh, results, so to speak, uh, because they know that they've ruined people's hearts with the vaccines and anybody who's taking the vaccines can't pass the normal EKG tests that they used to have, the rigorous uh, guidelines. So they've lowered the bar. Well, you know all that because we reported that on this radio program. However, here's the next interesting headline from my friends over at Patriot Update. Here's what it says. Pilot suffers heart attack six minutes after landing plane. Blames COVID vaccines. Mary. No surprise. It's happening everywhere, Sam. Um, and, and, you know, it's hard to even deny. I'm amazed at how many people still do not realize that all of these heart conditions that are showing up in their family and friends is related to the jab. But I think that medicine is waking up. Doctors, nurses are waking up. You know, we have more cardiologists speaking out than ever. Um, 
of course, we know also about um, the funeral directors who are embalming people. They're, they're discovering these awful clots that they've never seen before. Um, some of these are seasoned um, funeral directors who've been doing this for 40, 50 years. They've never seen anything like it. I just think that this whole thing is going to be a humongous failure. And we'll go down in history as the worst medical procedure ever perpetuated on human beings. It's American Airlines pilot Bob Snow making the claim, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. This guy's willing to come out publicly now because he's like, hey, the chances of me flying now are zero, and I might as well tell the truth. So we're talking about pilot uh, Bob Snow. Uh, I find it interesting that he's willing to go on record, too, and speak out boldly. We haven't seen this kind of speak up. Uh, but now that these pilots are losing their license to fly, now that they realize you can't just go along to get along, he lashed out Tuesday at the Federal Aviation Administration officials for, quote, imposing the vaccine mandate. During an appearance on Fox, Tucker Carlson, he basically said, I had 200 passengers aboard and uh, I had a heart attack. The FAA has never been in touch, Snow said. <laughs> I have never had anybody even investigate what's happened to me regarding the cardiac arrest that I suffered while I was still on the flight deck. Okay, he's calling him out, Mary. And, and I fly a lot, Sam, so this is kind of alarming to me. In fact, whenever I'm, I'm flying somewhere to, to do a lecture or speak or go see family, I pray, Lord God, please bless the, the pilots because I'm, I've been aware of this for a long time. Somewhere in my archives of research, I actually have statistics that there's been over a 60% increase of pilot death in one year, the year 2022, I believe that study came out. So... It's, 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 it's like you can't even trust those that are flying planes or driving the bus. What about bus drivers? What about, what about all the, the, our military? Um, I don't know if you want me to just mention, too, that um, the Navy overturned the mandate for uh, their, their people to have to get the vaccination. And there was a law that they had passed saying that everyone had to get it. And uh, a Navy officer basically went to, took it to court and said, no, 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 this isn't right. This violates my religious beliefs. And so they temporarily have um, put that whole uh, mandate or law uh, on hold. But then they go on to say that if you don't have the vaccine, that it will um, affect your what they call readiness. And so they might not be able to deploy you. And if you can't do your job, then you might have to reimburse the $75,000 retention bonus that you got. So it's like they're saying, okay, we're not going to force vaccinate you. You can use your religious exemption. But if we think you should have it to go somewhere and you can't go, then you're going to have to give back the $75,000 retention bonus. So um, the gentleman. In other who, words, you're forced to take it or resign. And even if you resign, how are you going to get the money to give back your bonus, uh, whatever? And so they've literally intentionally got people over a barrel. And this is kind of Bob's point, ladies and gentlemen this pilot Bob Snow. Here's some more details about what he has to say. Snow says that he believes the FAA was in violation of its own rules by pushing the COVID vaccines on pilots 
while the vaccines were under emergency use authorization. Okay. He says pilots cannot participate in drug trials by law. Now, these aren't vaccines. They tried to claim they were vaccines, but these are gene-manipulating drugs. They're not vaccines in the traditional sense. That's why they had to manipulate the definition to try to make this work. But Snow says that it was unconscionable that pilots were forced to be vaccinated, saying they were treated as giant guinea pigs. He continued by saying the FAA basically advocated their responsibility to look after our safety by forcing us to participate in this vaccination program. He's pretty bold, pretty speaking out, telling it like it is. This is on Fox, on Liberty Roundtable. We're getting the word out, Mary. Well, praise God that he lived. What if he didn't make it? Amen. And see, there's so many people that don't make it, and they don't have that chance to speak out against it. And we just need to pray for him that not only does he get through his health crisis, but that, well, a couple of things. We need to pray that God will continue to bring forth solutions to those that did take the jab. I know there are a lot of people that have jab regret. They feel awful because they didn't know better. I was with somebody just two days ago driving in a car, and he was actually driving the car, and he said, I took two jabs. I didn't know better. And uh, he has regret. And so we have to pray that the Lord continue to bring out solutions for those who took the jab, ways to stop this spike protein and stop uh, the damage. And then we have to pray that people like him are, are, are protected from the FAA, that they're able to continue to speak out, and that he gets a day in court, and all this continues to come out. Well, and I would then say, um, in regards to the other pilots, though, there needs to be a class action lawsuit in Nuremberg trials. Okay? They lied in every way possible. And you know what? We have literally now caught them in every lie they've been telling. And the thing is, I believe we can prove they knew in advance. They knew when they were telling the lie that it was a lie. It's not like they were duped or that they didn't realize or that they... They knew while they were telling the lie that it was a lie, Mary. Well, it's all part of that deep state motive, you know. I believe, and, and Sam, you know, I have been awake for over 40 years with a lot of things. Not that I know everything. I'm learning all the time. But I knew about chemtrails 20 years ago. I home educated my children. You know, uh, well, my youngest is now almost 30. I was awake many, many, many years ago by the grace of God. I um, I had a lot of this knowledge, so I was able to raise my children differently and live my life differently. But this awakening is something that I have been waiting for for decades. If you would have told me 40, 35 years ago when I started lecturing on, on the dangers of vaccines, if you would have told me that it would take all this time for this awakening, I would have probably quit years and years and years ago. But by the grace of God, I continued because I love children. I love the family. I know the evil that is out there. I know how vast it is and how they've been polluting the lives of people around the whole world. You know, America has been leading this with our CDC. Everybody looks at the CDC as though they are the authority. And so I've seen this for so many years. So inside of me, I'm excited, Sam, because there is a great awakening and people are starting to realize 
And there will be millions who are lost. But there have already been millions of babies who've been lost to vaccine death, vaccine injury. And so we just have to realize that for whatever reason, we have to look for the silver lining and we have to seek the Lord and, and ask for his guidance in his direction and, and pray for those that have lost loved ones to this terrible jab. But it's because they trust the people in the white coat. They have been trusting the narrative. And we can't do that any longer, Sam. Roger that. We're blowing it up, ladies and gentlemen. Mary Toko with me, MaryToko.com. Mary just got an incredible article in her email. She's forwarded it to me. It is Blockbuster. We'll tell you about it in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. There are solutions. I got a question. Why are the price of eggs going through the roof? Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Authorities are searching for the person or persons who shot and killed a New Jersey councilwoman. Police say Eunice Jumfor was found in her car after being shot multiple times by her home last night in Sayreville. That's about 25 miles south of Newark. A motive is unclear. Governor Phil Murphy says he's stunned by the news and added she's already built a reputation as a committed member of the borough council. The 30-year-old started serving on the council last year. The United States is building up its military presence in the Philippines amid escalating tensions between China and Taiwan. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Thursday that President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. has agreed to allow American military troops to be stationed at several bases on the Philippine Islands to expand its presence in the region. The Federal Reserve bumped up short-term interest rates by a quarter percentage point and signaled it was ready to do so again in its meeting in March. The decision Wednesday to raise the Fed's benchmark federal funds rate followed six larger consecutive increases to combat inflation, which hit a 40-year high last year. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. Power was restored at Los Angeles International Airport, or LAX, Wednesday afternoon after outages at terminals briefly disrupted operations. According to the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, the outage lasted about 50 minutes when crews on the field were able to reroute power to LAX and restore service. The blackout briefly forced the TSA to stop screening passengers. Those screenings were set to resume after the power came back. The airport had previously advised people that flights could be impacted. I'm Victoria Idoni. This is USA News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20, because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. 
For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Mary Toko, we're talking about COVID-19. You know what? We learn more and more and more about it every day. But every time we learn more about it, we find out that the criminals who have lied to us about this already knew what we're learning now. (laughs) It's sadly true. Why are the price of eggs going through the roof? We've always kind of wondered that. It's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you got all these fires now breaking out in chicken coops and dead chickens everywhere. Wow, no wonder egg prices are going up. What is it that relates to the eggs that's so critical or important right now, Mary? Well, lo and behold, there's a new article published by the International Immunopharmacology Paper. Um, and it's available on Science Direct. And believe it or not, I just got this this morning. This is brand new cutting edge information. And the title says Chicken Egg Yolk Antibodies, in parentheses, the IGYS, block the binding of multiple SARS CoV 2 spike protein variants to human ACE2. So we are now seeing from the international immunologists who are studying this, that very, the, the egg yolks are very good at blocking this. And, and you know, right now we know that there was a Connecticut, uh, um, in, in Bozarral, Connecticut, that there were 100,000 chickens that died in a recent fire. Why all of a sudden are our chicken farms catching fire? I've never heard of a chicken farm catching fire in all the years that I've been alive. Now, that's not to say they haven't, but... Why all of a they sudden? Ser- hold on. They certainly haven't in mass. It's like we've heard of people dying in the past, too, but not dying on mass. Exactly. Right? So it's different, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Let's be clear. Very different. And we, we also know that over 500,000 farm animals have also died in fires in 2022 alone. What is going on, Sam? Um, no surprise that chicken eggs are going to be hard to find and that they're going to be skyrocketing in price. I know I shop here in South Carolina at a Publix, and I was there the other day, and I literally took a picture of our chicken egg area, and there were literally, uh, where you might have hundreds of cartons of eggs, there was about 15 egg cartons there. And the only ones left were the very, very expensive all-organic eggs. Um, So my point is, is this is obvious that there's something going on behind the scenes. They know, Sam, they know, like you said, they know things that we don't know, and they're a few steps ahead of us. Um, so we got to help wake people up. Amen. We've got to, and this is no accident, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let this be a warning to you, though. We've been telling you to go to your local farmers and get meat, get eggs, get cheese, get milk for a long time on this radio program. Because eventually the corporations, um, well, they're your enemy. Sadly, they have become the enemy. And what they want to do, ladies and gentlemen, let's just be clear. What they want to do is, and they don't like you deciding you don't like these vaccines, Mary. They don't like Sam uh, preaching against the vaccines and being unwilling to take 
them. So oh now the God. latest plan is what they want to do is vaccinate you through your food. Yes. They want to, I don't know how you want to say it. They want to basically put the vaccine in the food. Um, so they want what are called oral vaccines. Uh, Epic Times and others are speaking out about this very boldly, and I commend them for doing so. But the headline says this, new push for oral vaccines to vaccinate people using food. All right. So I bring this all up because you are going to need to, ladies and gentlemen, get eggs from your local farmer who will not vaccinate you through your food. All right. But anyway, I digress. We've been telling you to do that for a long time, so it's nothing new to our listeners. However, these chicken antibodies that literally, listen, they block the binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike proteins and the variants to human ACE2 receptor. International immunopharmacology with the report now. You say, well, what the heck are you talking about, Sam? I'm not an expert, and I'm not a scientist. But I am pretty good at taking things that are complex and putting them on the kitchen table. So let me give a stab at this. And I don't want any of you scientists to call me and say, you didn't get it perfect. You didn't get it right. Here's the, I'm trying to make it where people can understand it, okay? Listen carefully to me. The ACE2 receptor, they say this, meet ACE2. It's the enzyme at the center of the COVID-19, they call it mystery but I would say the COVID-19 reality, all right? Now, ACE2, which stands for, and I can't even say these words, anginotessin converting enzyme 2 is a protein that sits on the surface of many types of cells in the human body, including in the heart, gut, lungs, and inside the nose isn't that interesting all right now what does this mean it means that they've got these uh, enzymes that sit on the cells these kind of proteins or whatever right and it sits there well now they're saying hey these eggs chicken egg antibodies can be used to interpose is the best word i can describe and the interposing is this egg um, antibody will go in there and sit on the cells or, or, or get into the top of the cells where these, quote, ACE2 receptors are and prevent COVID from hanging around, from binding, right? Now, yep, let me it, it compare hits. this to you in the most brutal way that I can. Okay, I'm not a soft-spoken guy, and I'm not willing to play games with words. Listen carefully. Remember how they want to murder your babies with chemical abortions? And remember how even the, the, uh, the um, um, what's it called, pill, the girls on the pill, what's that pill called? Oh, the day after pill, the morning after pill? Yeah, but even the regular. Um, oh, oh, birth control, just your ba- birth regular control. birth All right, control. I'm sorry, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Okay. Even the birth control pills, ladies and gentlemen, what will happen is the sperm will meet the egg and create a baby. Okay? And then what will happen is the abortion pill and other pills will make it to where that baby, the sperm and the egg together now, it's already started to divide and, and grow, cannot connect to the uterine wall. 
Okay, so therefore, then the the, the baby uh, basically dies because it can't connect to the uterine wall, can't get the nutrients that it needs, and eventually dies and is sloughed off by the woman's body. Okay, this might be a little more detailed than you want, but look, it relates. Okay, listen, and I'm telling you what happens when this chicken egg enzyme, or I'm sorry, this chicken egg uh, protein enzyme. You're right. Antibodies. Yep. Uh, meets mm-hmm. with this receptor 2 that we're talking about, this ACE receptor 2, it does the same thing. It makes it so the COVID spike protein can't connect and stay in the body. So the body then sloughs it off, kicks it out, rejects it, gets rid of it. And why do I bring this connection? Because it helps you understand it, number one. Number two, it tells you how evil and satanic birth control is in the first place, man-made birth control anyway. And it also highlights to you, ladies and gentlemen, why do you think that they used human egg? Oh, I'm sorry. Aborted baby fetus tissue to make your vaccines. Oh, you think this is all unrelated, do you? Well, I got news for you. We're putting the dots together, and we're coming after these criminals, and we're calling for Nuremberg trials, people. You think this is unrelated? I've just connected the dots for you. Mary? I totally agree with you. In fact, do you know that they have known since the 1800s that egg yolk antibodies uh, neutralize agents like tetanus, the tetanus toxin. Um, it goes on and on. This report is really good because what this basically shows you is exactly what you've been saying. They have known about this for a long, long time. They know that when you eat healthy, it, it reinforces your own natural immune system. And this is why they're altering all of our food. This is why they're um, chemicalizing everything so that they don't, so that our food is no longer our medicine. It is no longer our, um, what we need to have healthy immune system. But, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And now, interestingly it, listen enough. Listen to this. Let me give you another little tidbit to this. It resides in the nose, along with the lungs, the heart, all right, everything that relates to the COVID. Now, remember how I had a guy on who's with a company called Clear, spelled with an X? He had a nose rinse made with natural, um, natural, it's a natural product. It's made with natural herbs. ingredients. Mm-hmm. All right. And he uh, basically started to say, hey, if you rinse with our clear nasal spray or nasal, then it will reduce or prevent COVID. Well, the FDA sued the guy's socks off, and he's still battling with them right now, the CEO of this group called Clear. Hey, can you skip the break for me? This is too good. Sure. (laughs) They just skipped the break. All right, so what I'm saying, though, is look, and this guy got sued because he said that. Now you kind of wonder, hmm. If this uh, resides in the nose and all that kind of stuff, and you could get the clear or some of these other solutions, like the egg, uh, what's it egg called? Yolk? Egg yolk? Antibodies. Good old egg antibodies. Yolk. Yep. I want to uh, use the word antibodies because I want antibodies. people to understand that it's, it's really important. It's not just egg yolk. It's not just egg. It's these antibodies that are in the eggs, right? Okay. God knows what he's doing, people. So all I'm telling you is when you use the eggs or the, this nasal spray... All of this prevents the binding of COVID or the spike protein. We know the spike protein is the evil agent here, but it prevents the binding of the COVID spike protein to the ACE2 receptor. Those are in your nose. Those are everywhere. No wonder they want to sue this guy and shut him down. How can COVID continue if we stop it? No wonder eggs are so expensive. How can you? 
we're gaining the knowledge and we're seeing what they're doing, folks, and we're exposing them. But this is huge, Mary. It is huge, yes, because the ACE2, of course, um, uh, is involved in your lung function, heart function, blood vessels, kidneys, liver, your gastrointestinal tract. Um, it's present in the FLE, uh, F, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. Um, it's, it's basically everywhere in the human body and we need to do whatever we can to reinforce the function of our natural immune system. And again, that goes back to eating good, healthy food, such as eggs. It's amazing. God has an answer for everything. Yes, but I find that interesting, folks. Think about it. They want to put this in your food now because then they know you can't stop it. What they want to do is they want to make sure that this protein, the spike protein of the COVID, does not get interrupted. They want to make sure that the binding stays. They want this baby <laughs> to live and kill you. All right? They don't want this baby to be sloughed off. They know how to stop it with, like, the abortion pills or the birth control pills. They know how to do this, even with the COVID. They're just not telling you this. And the proof is in the example, the comparison that I've drawn between these two, Mary. Oh, you did a very good job of explaining it, too, Sam. Um, you know, they're, they already have edible vaccine plants. Uh, I've known about the fact that they've been working with bananas and potatoes for over 20, 25 years. And there's a great study, a case study called in agricultural biosecurity. That's uh, the American scientists, Federation of the American scientists. And they go on to say making edible vaccines and plants um, is, is something they want to do because number one, they don't have to deliver them. You're going to go buy them and pick them up yourself, right? They are needle free, require no adjuvants. Um, the chemicals will stimulate your own re immune response. When the plant is ingested, the plant cell would, uh, wall would protect the vaccine antigen from degradation by stomach acids and digestive enzymes. I mean, it just gets creepier and creepier when you think about what they're doing to our food product out there. And I wonder if, in fact, we don't already have potatoes and bananas on the market for many, many years. And I've also heard they've tried to use tomatoes, but I guess it, uh, tomatoes were too acidic. So they need like an alkaline fruit or vegetable with which to do this. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big advocate of eating as much organic food as we possibly can, but God only knows what we're getting in, in our food anymore. Yeah, there you have it. By the way, yesterday I talked about La Tomatina. I don't know if you guys know about that, but uh, do you know about that, Mary? No, I don't. La Tomatina is Spain's annual giant tomato fight. Happens every year. They say it looks cozy if you like being covered with tomato juice, and we talked about this in detail yesterday. Uh, it's a crazy uh, story. But, yeah, so they'll leave the tomatoes to a tomato fight, and while you have fun, they'll inject your food with these not vaccines, people. Let's be clear. That's what they want you to believe they're called, but they're not. They've expanded the definition. They want to literally mutate your genes. And they want to do it with this drug that they're going to put in your food that will absolutely modify your RNA, DNA, whatever you want to call. They will manipulate your cells in man-made ways for engineered intentional outcomes. This is where, hey, today's modern reality meets the eugenics movement that has been going on. They jettisoned Hitler because he was too vocal about his agenda. But they jettisoned Hitler, took it underground, and it's alive and well today. And now it's rearing its ugly head at your dinner table, Mary. 
Yes, it is. And, you know, you were mentioning earlier in the first hour about our corn, how terrible corn is. And, again, another article, as we sit here, on um, Federation of American Scientists talks about biofarming, how it offers great promise, but it is very controversial. And corn is by far the most popular biofarm plant, followed by soybeans, tobacco, rice, and other non-food crops. Um, duckweed, uh, and they, they go on to say that it's uh, there are a lot of critics of biofarming because plants process yeah, proteins and differently. I'm oh, me too, me too. In fact, I gave up corn a long time ago. I now look at all ingredients that I bring into my home. Um, I try to buy nothing with any any type of corn oil or corn product because I know you know that it's tearing up the gut wall. And um, it's causing severe food allergies. It's causing all kinds of health problems. And yet people still think corn is a good thing to eat when, in fact, unfortunately, well, if it, if it's it was no real God ordained corn, it would be decent to eat in and moderation. If you can find it. But, yeah, if but you can the problem find it. is, is the genetically modified man made corn. Well, hey, now Mexico doesn't even want it. And they say it's easy to use corn as a um, biofarm product because it has large amounts of protein that's easy to purify because the structure of the corn genome is well understood and relatively easy to engineer. So people avoid corn. I know unless you can find somebody growing organic uh, corn from, from heirloom seeds, you got to get those heirloom seeds. You can't trust any seed out there on the market either. Uh, unless you can find that, or you can grow it in your own backyard with really good high-quality seeds, I would say completely eliminate it from your diet and start reading labels, looking for anything made with corn syrup or corn oils. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Run while you can. All right, I want to talk to Mary about some things related to health that are not related to vaccines right now. But I find a couple of these things some pretty interesting good news. And I want to end on good news for today because it's been a pretty gnarly show. We've literally doubled down and given you some hard medicine, right? Uh, but I want to end on some good news notes. And here's the headlines that I covered a little bit yesterday, but I want Mary's take on these is why I'm bringing them up again. Sometimes I bring up stories because um, the mainstream press doesn't give you the story if it's good news or they manipulate the story or they mention it just for two seconds. But I want to dwell on these stories a little bit because they're fascinating. Here it is. Study, quote, showing gratitude reduces stress, improves heart health. The study is published in the International Journal of what they call Psychophysiology. And they talk about a Harvard study that's 80 years old, Mary. And they say that this 80-year-old study has been going on, and it now proves that embracing your community or those around you helps us live longer and be happier. Um, Harvard staff writer with this piece. I got to give them credit because that's where I got it. But here's the details. The surprising finding from this 80-year-plus study, the surprising finding, they say, is our relationships and how happy we are in those relationships has a huge, positive, powerful influence on our health. Close relationships, they say more than money or fame, are what keep people happy throughout their lives, the study reveals. They go on and say being grateful lowers blood pressure 
and, and they go on and they talk about how important it is to have good, solid, close relationships. Those who do are healthier their whole lives long. It took them 80 plus years in this study to confirm this. Mary, people like you and I have known this all along. Absolutely. Um, what I do is, you know, being one who researches a lot of dark stuff, um, what I do every morning, Sam, is I wake up and the first thing I do is say, Lord, thank you for giving me another day that I can be a light in this world of darkness. And I begin to think about my blessings, our comforts. And this is where gratitude comes in. Think about how well we live in this country. Uh, our poor people are even better off than most other third world countries. Our poor people still have water. They still have, you know, shelter. They still can get food. They still have clothing. So my point is, is having that attitude of gratitude is critical. And another thing I do, Sam, which really, really helps me is I look up scriptural verses that talk about being grateful and having an, uh, uh, an attitude of gratitude and being blessed. And I literally print them out. I make them in bigger print, and I have them in my bathroom where I wake up and brush my teeth in the morning, and I have them on mirrors around my home so that when I go across that, when I see that, it just reminds me that even though we live in this very trying time and very dark time, it still is a good time. And God put us here for a reason. He appointed us here at this very time. And if you believe in that, if you believe that you have a purpose in this world at this time, you got to understand that God puts you here now. And the, the question is, Lord, what can I do? What can I do to help those around me? What can I do to help others to educate and to be thankful for everything? I know it sounds crazy, Sam, but I'm grateful when I get in a warm shower. I'm grateful when I go to the grocery store and I see food on shelves that I can put in my cart. And I'm grateful the fact that I can get up every day and, and work and function and, and, and not have bombs going off around me. So you're right. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. And another thing I do, Sam, is I put on worship music in my home. I actually have a favorite YouTube channel, and it's called uh, Grace for Purpose. And every day they put out new um, uh, messages with worship music and scripture verses and a prayer. So if you don't know how to pray, folks, just turn that on, and they can show you how to pray. But you're right. We have got to be grateful because we still live in the best country in the world. And we can make it better by just continuing to do what we do and what you're doing on this show. And that's helping to direct people and guide people and wake them up, Sam. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, Give Me Your Eyes is one of my favorite worship songs. There you uh, go. Do you know that song? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I, I like love it. it. I like it because a lot of the worship songs um, have the right attitude, but very few of them take stock of our shortcomings, point them out in meaningful ways that we can uh, solve problems. So give me your eyes. The reason I like that song so much is because it basically says, God, I know I fail, but I need your help. And if you give me the help, the faith, your eyes or the, the right vision, then I can go to work. And that's why I like that song so much, because of what it really um, encourages us to do. It's one thing to listen, to take in. It's another thing than to get up and go to work. And that's the kind of guy yes. I am, and that's why I like it. Yes, I agree. It gives, it, it, it's, it's, Lord, give me the eyes to see those who are in need. 
You know, I love that song as well. I have so and, many and, favorites. And give me the ability to see it in your way, Lord, because yes. I miss it. I just don't get it uh, as a as a person. But I can if you help me, Lord. That's the idea here, right? Yep. You're right. Give me the heart to feel for those that are less fortunate. By the way, just so people know, it's Brandon Heath. Give me your eyes. Um, it's an official music song. video. You can check it out. Anyway, it's a great tune. Uh, I'm not saying there's not a lot of others, but I brought up that one specifically because of the action with God's guidance or God's, God, I need you. Uh, now let me let you work through me. I'm willing. I just need the vision. I need the understanding. I need to be able to analyze things as they really are. And then I, my heart and my will is yours, God, and I'll do what you ask me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say and what you want me to, and, and I'll help others. And it really highlights it in a, in a, in a very meaningful way. All right. Any final thoughts before we let you fly? Well, I just want to bless you for what you're doing. Um, I enjoy being a part of your program once a month like this. I would encourage those who have young family members, please send them to my website. It's marytoko.com. You can also find it through childhoodshots.com. I have tons of free articles on there about everything related to raising children healthy. And, of course, I have um, educational products for you to help you do that. But, Sam, I just want to thank you so much for having me on. And uh, God bless you. And we'll talk to you next month. MaryToco.com is the website, ladies and gentlemen. That's Mary, as you normally know. But Toco, T-O-C-C-O is what you got to know. MaryToco.com. And that way you can learn about her incredible speaking uh, talent, her international speaking opportunities. Uh, you can bring her in as a speaker to your organization, very valuable, to your patriot group, to whatever. You can watch uh, some of the things that she does on YouTube and on Liberty Roundtable and many other places. Uh, she's been an educator and an activist, a trainer, a speaker, an author for literally decades, all about your immune system. Wow, do we need that in America today, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Sam. Take care. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for the whole crew today. Sam Bushman, Mary Toko, Kelly Finnegan, all the staff behind the scenes that make this broadcast rock and roll like it does. We want to thank you, the listener. Without you, we wouldn't be here and there'd be no purpose to the broadcast. Spread the word. Tell your loved ones. Tell the tale of truth, will you? And we, the people, will indeed restore the republic. We will stand for God family and country this nation will or shall endure libertyroundtable.com lovingliberty.net my nationally syndicated partner lovingliberty.net god save the republic of the united states of america